Hi, I'm Randy, and this is Dave. We're the founders of Bombas, the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. So comfortable, we sold and donated millions of pairs. To sell and donate a lot of socks, we became obsessed with comfort. We reinvented the sock from the ground up, adding comfort innovations along the way. It worked. People tried them, loved them, told their friends about them. Helping us sell and donate millions of pairs. Try them now at bombas.com slash comfy and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash comfy. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. I suck, you score, I suck at Call of Duty. Welcome to the Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... Ian Bruce and Patrick Kay. You can contact us on email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about some games. I don't know if you guys have been playing anything new, but I've played a few things. Not what I could talk about. <laughs> well... Sorry, I'm not going to do that. That's utterly twashish. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Uh, no, I've. I'll start then. I've. Um, and well, I definitely can talk about this because it's. Well, it's out of early access. Um, I'm still uh, being a, a Nazi when it comes to early access. I won't play any early access, uh, or I try not to. Um, but yeah, this one was a Kickstarter originally, and it uh, was in early access for about a year. And yeah, so Darkest Dungeon, uh, it's just come out. It's been getting some pretty good reviews and stuff. Uh, it's a, it's an interesting game. Basically, what it does is it's an exploration of the the stresses of dungeon delving. <laughs> so you have like a party of four adventurers, and the graphics are very simple. It's just two D, and uh, but the anime, not not the animation, the art and the sound effects and everything and the way uh, it all. Uh, it's it's very kinetic the way that you are sort of uh, interacting with the game, and uh, so you have a party of four, and they're, they're, there's some very interesting uh, classes in the game, um, like you can have lepers, bounty hunters, occultists, lepers. plague doctors, <laughs> can you have jesters. Gippos? It's Jippo's character class. <laughs> uh, there is a kind of Jippo looking one. Uh, <laughs> I suppose the jester maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but well, um, yeah, so, I, I wish so, to distance myself from this casual racism that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, well God. anyway um, so you have these so you have these characters um but um they go off and and obviously you've got your usual kind of rpg dynamic you have your healers at the back and party formation and the formation is literally like who's at the front who's at the back and who's in between and that really uh affects what uh what abilities you can trigger off um but as well as looking after all their health they all have sanity meters and so a lot of the enemies that you come across and the enemies are uh range from uh bandits to things from the deep deep cthulhu stuff uh really quite freaky stuff and uh 
and and they also do do stress damage um also uh the light hence the t hence the name darkest dungeon the light plays into it if they're and, and so when you go off on uh, a, a, a mission, you have to make sure you bring enough torches because uh, if you run out of light, then they will take sanity damage. Cool. You won't get that surprise. Sounds, that sounds good. Awesome, actually. It is. Mm. It's it's really very compelling. So actually. is a lot of it based around the kind of sanity system. Uh, yeah, loads of it. Um, you um, that they, they will basically they have a sanity meter that goes from a hundred from zero to two hundred. Once it gets to a hundred, they lose it and and it will go into a uh, uh, so and so's uh, sanity is tested. And they might they could either go um, they could either go uh, they could get a negative uh, effect or a positive effect. Uh, a negative effect might be that they become selfish and they won't heal anyone. They'll only heal themselves cool. or they won't let you heal them <laughs> or, they'll, or, or that, that's a different condition. But then like a positive condition might be they become powerful and they're like, oh, I will rise against this and continue yeah. on. Um, and cool. even if it's not in their best interest. Um, but uh, also as you progress, you get it's it's a little bit grindy. It's a bit roguelike <clears> because um Basically, you can't save the game. It constantly auto saves. So if it all goes tits up, it's it's all you know. It, that's it. Full party wipe, whatever. Um, I read an inter I read an article on Polygon with the creator of the game that he wrote himself, and he was basically explaining how like just because you lose a battle doesn't mean you've lost the game. You know, there's no you should. It's it's fine to run away because. Yeah. Uh, it's in your best interest because you ultimately have to maintain this roster of characters that have to be powerful enough to progress through the whole game. So uh, in between missions, there's like a little uh, little town and there's various um, buildings that you can upgrade. Uh, so you, one of them's a pub, a tavern, and you send your guys there to recover their sanity. Also to the church to recover their sanity. Some of them will go, oh no, I, I'm not drinking. So you can't send them to the tavern. You have to send them to the church. Um, and then all, right. of, all of the time, there's like a there's a there's a caravan where you can hire. Well, you don't even have to pay for the new uh, recruits to replace the guys that have died. You can just pick who you want, basically, and you can upgrade that to uh, affect like how many you get and uh, the range of different classes. Um, so yeah, you're kind of like cultivating this sort of <clears throat> revolving door of, 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 of adventurers. And yeah, sure enough, after a few missions, you've powered them up, you've raised their abilities, you've given them better gear and you know, you're like, Oh, this is my Uber guy and he can take on anything. And you send him into a mission and it all goes fucking horribly wrong because you've, <laughs> you've, you've not kind of picked the right team. Um, you know, they, they, their, uh, oh, their, their abilities don't uh, synergize well enough. Synergize. Um, synergize. There's like another class called the abomination. You can't have him. in. if you put him in your party, you can't have any, any uh, religious characters. So no crusaders and no healers. <laughs> so that's another interesting thing, but you could hire an occultist and he does healing, but, it's it gives you bleeding damage as well, so it's it's a bit uh, cross purposes. Um, but yeah, I mean, at first when I started playing it, I was getting my ass kicked, and I was like, oh, I'm going to restart this. Um, but I did one more mission, and I and I beat that. And um, a lot of people have complained this game is just relentlessly oppressive, because it is just constantly handing you your ass. But uh, that can be a good it's, it's good really, thing on it. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's why Dark Souls works. Yeah, it's it's super rewarding. Like you, once you kind of feel like you're mastering it, it's like really, really rewarding. Well, so it, that's it. That's it, isn't it? It's like it's a learning process. It's it's yeah. It's teaching you like um, it, it's it's saying like if you just try and <clears throat> use the same tool over and over and again to do the same thing, you will fail because yeah. you you need to adapt. You need to evolve to whatever you're trying to do. In the, in the <clears throat> I am. Yeah, this. For, for some reason, I'm not quite clear on. I, uh, I re, I started in a bit of Minecraft over the weekend. I know that's what the younglings are playing, but I do find it incredibly relaxing. But I haven't played it for ages, and I was having my ass handed to me all the time, making stupid <laughs> mistakes, uh, mining down and falling into a massive cavern and dying, uh, just all the classic idiocies that I did the first time round. Part of me really wanted to go, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to play Rocket League. But yeah. what I liked about Minecraft and what I what I think I'm hearing about this is it's worth persevering and just pay, taking a bit more care with things instead of yeah. rushing in, pressing the kill everything button. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's, it's a very uh, basic presentation and it is all about the mechanics in Darkest Dungeon. But um, the, like when you're letting your attacks off and stuff it's it's you get this really awesome sort of visceral audio feedback uh it's it's like there's no animation as such it's just like the character moves over there and he's in a different pose sort of thing um, is it like the old so final fantasy stuff yeah it's almost like that but because you've got all like the stress mechanics and stuff and all the characters end up having their own quirks and like you can actually uh, send them to a sanitarium to get rid of any particularly annoying quirks like they take more damage when you've got uh uh when the light's really bright and none of your other characters they all benefit from that but there's one fucker who can't deal with it it it, it is it's one of the quirks taking what metacritic says as gospel (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't going to get to this yet but uh no sorry we had a lively discussion uh, yesterday about um, how um, I just mentioned the X-Files had got some pretty mixed reviews and Ian was basically like, Will you... who gives a fuck? No, no, I, I'm just, <clears throat> I'm not going to do it all again because it did get quite heated. However, freedom of choice and stuff. It's also I'll been be getting to... some great uh, new series might be on the way uh, off uh, the back of viewing figures for the first one and the second one so i've all i've heard and and this is why i'm i'm glad i'm waiting to watch uh the first two episodes is that uh it gets really good by episode three and the episode one is just a bit of a previously on yeah it's it's a it's the origin story isn't it yeah because a lot of people that are watching it won't have finished in 2002 was it it was yeah it was fucking long time ago don't say like that, mate. Jesus. <laughs> well, it, <coughs> it was kind only of was. fourteen years ago now. <laughs> Fuck, it's a long time yeah. in telly. <clears throat> um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I will springboard off this actually because I will say that uh, Metacritic isn't foolproof, and uh, I I do what? understand that. But <laughs> but like there are certain occasions where something will just get ridiculous reviews, and I'll be like, oh well, I'll try that then. Because it's only four quid. Like Pony Island. Good segue. Good. <laughs> Classic. Return to form, so well done. <laughs> Have you been playing so, Pony Island then? Uh, I Tell gave it a go. Oh, yeah. Island. Let's discuss. 
I played it all actually and I finished it because it wasn't a very long game. But I will say I do I do find I do feel like um the system does fail me at times. <laughs> because things uh. like Undertale and this are very similar kind of things where they're just getting ridiculously glowing reviews. So I feel like I have to I'm like a moth to a flame. I have to find out what the fuss is about. And so I end up getting involved. Watch YouTube videos. Ultimately, I don't think these games can be reviewed on that same metric because they're just, they're just not really good games. They're, they're, they're kind of just diversions and someone just sort of having a go. I mean, all credit to the guy who made it. Um, you know, he's certainly going to get noticed for this, but essentially what, what a lot of people are saying, your games are very good. (laughs) (laughs) No, the thing is what, what I will say is that, um, I, I didn't mind Pony Island. It did some very amusing things that I don't want to spoil. Um, but I am going to spoil the basic conceit of the game because I don't, people are like, Oh no, just play it, just play it. And I feel like that's disingenuous. I think that it's, I think that you should at least know what the the mechanic of the game is. And the mechanic of the game is, essentially, uh, you are a pony jumping over fences and uh, and blowing away, uh, like, flowers that come at you. That's, yeah, that's one probably side of it. Probably going to pass on okay. that. Yep. <laughs> but, okay. No, but that's, but that's one that's side of it. That's not the trailer. That's no, not but, the impression but, I got from but, the trailer. Bear with me because that's that's essentially <clears throat> I, the way I the verbiage I have used is 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 perhaps disingenuous, but I'm only saying that because I don't want to spoil it. Um, but then there's that's one side of it, and that kind of they iterate on that, and then the other side of it is basically a coding puzzle game where you are basically trying to get objects through this sort of grid of conditions. Um, and they iterate on that a lot as well. And that's that's the gameplay. That's that's the way you interact with the game. However, there are interludes throughout that are like a real head fuck, like menus that don't work, <laughs> that you have to kind of figure out a way of getting your way <clears throat> like to start the game. You know, it does that kind of shit. Um, and 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 I can I can totally get the message that the guys saying it's got like a i think the beauty of it is that it's art and and like all good art you know it's got a meaning and and a way of interpreting it and i I think that's why it's getting all the reviews but i just feel like that that's i feel it's disingenuous to give that like the same score as something like the witcher or darkest dungeon Aren't they different things though well they are and that's what makes it so weird isn't it because to just assign a score the problem is the problem is rob not that that it's got the same review or the same same number as the witcher the problem is that you've you've chosen simple simply a number as a a metric for what you should be interested in and you you need to you need to be less kind of reductionist just don't just don't look at a list and and that's my problem That's that's the problem dude yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's my problem with Metacritic. It takes somebody's opinion and assigns it a value. And, yeah. and, and that has no value at all. Because what's 10 for you might not be 10 for me. Yeah. And, and that's the. Absolutely. It, I'm watching a gameplay video for Pony Island and I can see it, it, it looks like art. But for a person who wants a more arty 
game and doesn't want to hack and slash or shoot people in the face, I could see why they might give it a 10, because it feels like a breath of fresh air, maybe. But for yeah. people who want to COD and RPG all the time, they might go, no, this, yeah, no, graphics are shit. And that's fair enough. <clears throat> but these these are the people <clears throat> that review stuff on Metacritic. But this is... but. I, I know I'm complaining, but I'm also kind of grateful that I'm so sort of insane like this because <laughs> because it oh, does we give are me as well, my friend. <laughs> it does kind of give me the broadest sort of range of experiences available. Yeah. yeah. So I sort of it's a double edged sword, I think. It is. Um, but I just wanted to highlight the fact that yeah, this game is getting amazing scores, but do not go into it thinking it's of a comparable quality to a lot of other games that score the same. You know, it's... No, it's, it's, it's just no, dude, you're, you're not getting it. You're not getting it, dude. It's about... It's, it, that game is a 90 for someone. You're, for for you're, a you're, great you're, many you're people. You're looking at a number and thinking that it's an objective score. That's not the point. It's that's not all the point. subjective. Yeah. This is, this is, this is my... Uh, yeah. <coughs> This is my descent into uh, divorcing myself from Metacritic averages, perhaps. Oh, I no. Mean, v- you can't do just <clears throat> VR this year. Weaning I mean, yourself I'm, off Metacritic <clears throat> next year. I'm, I'm someone who genuinely goes for like really kind of immersive VR games. That's the thing that's kind of in my, my field of view. But like one of my favourite games last year was like a 90s-style Metroidvania platformer. Like it is, It's cool to... to try things from outside of your normal preference. Um, and, you know, sometimes you're not going to enjoy them as much as a thing, but, like, y- you, mustn't, you mustn't take that as, as being a, a loss, you know? You've, you've, you've just tried something a bit different, haven't you? I have. I, I just feel like... Uh, I, I don't know. It's I, mean, I don't I'm, think you, don't, the point is, I don't think you should be angry at Metacritic. <clears throat> like, it's, 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 it's kind of... It's kind of a useful tool for just finding out what's what's out there and what what people are playing and what people what's popular with people. But you shouldn't take it as gospel for what to yeah, play it's next. It's not the Bible. You know, that's, that's, not, don't don't think, be lazy. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, it's like I'm not even. It's like I'm not complaining about Metacritic. That's my problem. I'm complaining that I feel like perhaps some people are reviewing these games like art and not maybe quantifying them into what they actually are. Yes, and that's and that's the score thing, isn't it? <clears throat> if you had yeah. there were a few game sites that used to that got rid of scores for a while and had a like a breakdown of the different things and why they liked them. And yeah. I, I've always found those much more <laughs> insightful rather than saying graphics nine, gameplay four. <clears throat> well what's the disparity yeah. between those two things? also what's your new what's your normal requirement for graphics in a game? If you're an eye candy whore and you're playing <clears throat> Minecraft or something like that, you're never going to like it because it doesn't have the shinies everywhere. But it, no. if you just want to play a great mm. game and create stuff, Minecraft should perhaps be at the top of the list, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> like that, the, the number is still totally useful. Like Just having a number assigned to a, a game is absolutely useful. It's, <clears throat> like it's the first filter. But you... There's there's so many more parameters that you 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 need to yeah. look for, and there always has been. There's been it's been the way since the eighties. Like I I watched so many like five out of five or ten out of ten or ninety nine percenters of like Amiga <coughs> games just go past. I just completely ignored them because they just weren't my kind of game. And, yeah. But 
like like it's totally acceptable that they that games that I wouldn't have considered really games like some weird simmy stuff and stuff like that. You know, if that's if that's someone else's idea of a game, then like you know that's yeah. it's, that's useful to someone. And also the other thing, the other thing was uh, it was four quid, even less with my Steam discount, and I knew that it wasn't <coughs> a very long game. So I thought if this is really good and it's that short and it's that cheap then fuck it i'll do it i'll i'll get involved find out what it's about um and i suppose yeah on on for what it is it it does deserve praise i guess but um yeah i don't know it was just it was just weird i just i just i sort of appreciate it but i didn't enjoy it is is basically it okay but kudos for giving it a go yeah i took one for the team guys (laughs) <laughs> but if you like arty stuff you might like Pony Island you might do if you like <clears throat> subversive weird shit then yes oh god <laughs> um, so uh, did has anyone been playing anything else nothing new lots of Rocket League Minecraft at the weekend <clears throat> uh, some other shit I guess yeah lots of DCS nothing new I went back to, I did the, about a couple of hours of Mad Max as well um, oh yeah really enjoyed it immediately forgot what quest I was on and was just driving around shooting shit and... that was the problem <clears throat> I found like that game um, I I sort of binged on that a bit just to sort of try and wrap it up to be honest I didn't feel much after wrapping it up it's just a it's just a sandbox and yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't stress about finishing it no, no, just enjoy I it I like and... those I would give it a 10 so <laughs> I, yeah. I will go back to it <clears throat> um, yeah when I CBA. Yeah, I've I've been playing another old game. Really? Uh, I've been I I had a go of Mafia Two. Oh, that's finally, not a good segue, mate. You've lost it. It's, the magic's gone. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm, yeah, it's getting late. Okay. Um, but yeah, anyway, I yeah I I did mention on here that I wanted to get round to it before the next one came out. So I thought, fuck it, I'll I'll give it a go. I had a fairly quiet weekend, so I put it on on Sunday night and played through the first three missions and yeah i had a i kind of had a blast with it but it's definitely i mean it still looks it still looks good um it's a good looking game definitely it is it but uh a lot has changed in four years my god um, from from a gameplay point of view n- uh not necessarily but uh certainly from I, I mean, it's weird playing this after GTA V. Yeah, that, that that was sorry to interrupt your flow, but that was always my problem with this. It's it's a wonderful game, and I would recommend it wholeheartedly. But sometimes I just want to get out and have a look in that shop, or I want to get out and do a bit more than just go from A to B to do, have a bit of story. Yeah, <clears throat> it does it well though. It just it, it was off the back of GTA IV. I think I played that. It feels like a set, yes. rather than a real place. Yeah, everything you know, is there um, just to move the story forward, and that's okay. Yeah, um, and some of the uh, some of the like NPC interaction stuff is a bit weird. Like your mate, he'll you, it'll say follow him, and he's just standing there. So I'm like, <laughs> well, I guess I'm going up here then, right? <clears throat> this way, yeah. yeah. So I go up there, and it's like, <clears throat> you following? You following? Oh, he's following me. Brilliant. <clears throat> Come on then. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Oh, and the uh, I don't know. I'm playing it on the. I'm playing it with a controller, and I'm normally used to when I fire a gun, I'm get. I get some kind of kickback on the controller. Not getting any of that, so that feels a bit weird. 
I mean, it's maybe just a quirk of like the way they support the controller and stuff on that on the older stuff. But I'm sure it's not a problem you wouldn't even notice if you're playing it with a mouse. But um, it, it does feel like a real world, though. Everybody feels like they're within that world. I think. Or, yeah. Or bits, apart from the gameplay niggles, there's some. I felt like I was doing stuff at that time. Yeah. Which I, not having lived in that time, I'm quite old, but not that old. I, I quite enjoyed that. And also, I you have to wonder whether they decided to start it off in the winter so that you could get used to their really weird skatey car physics. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's like it's really skatey, and I'm yes. like, well, it's because of the snow, so it's fine. <laughs> no, that's just it. they're just covering up. That's how it's always going to be. Yeah, <laughs> got a bit of ice left on your tyres from the winter. Brace yourselves. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's worth a look. It's really cheap now as well. You can get it for like a few quid oh, in yeah. sales and stuff. Well, I picked it up ages ago in in a humble bundle or something, and I was just like, "Fuck it, yeah, I'm going to give that a go." Because I saw Radcheck was playing it. Yeah. Um, and he said, "Oh, it's my second time round." I was like, "Oh wow, it really must be quite decent then." So uh, yeah, it's fine. And uh, yeah, they like. I mean, I did a mission just before this. Took about half an hour. I was like, yeah, I'm going to cream through this probably. So, yeah. Cool, yeah. Well, that's all I've got. This has been the Not Playing Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk where you can also hear myself and Ian talk about movies and TV on the Not Watching Podcast and Adam, Ash and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast. You can email us at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk and if you're listening to us on iTunes, please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. Very well, Trevor. My friend, I'm in front to agree because I suck. I suck at Call of Duty. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in.